Before us, we have our memorial candle, which represents all those in this last year who have passed our site from the church of earth to the church triumphant. And the flag of our country that reminds us that tomorrow we remember those brave soldiers having given their lives for the freedoms that we enjoy. And so I ask you to take a moment with me now that we might give a prayer of silence to each of those we hold in our hearts today and for those who have served our country as we begin our service. Will you be in a silent prayer with me? Gracious God, we give you thanks for the memories of ones we hold close to our hearts today. Remember especially those having passed in this last year, both within our church family and the families of our congregation. We give you thanks once more that we might remember those who have served our country and have given their lives we remember tomorrow. May the memories of these remind us to always look to you the author and finisher of our faith, the one who is the Alpha and the Omega, the one who lets us know that life has triumphed in your power, that death shall not be feared, for remember eternal life. And this we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. This is the day that the Lord has made. Again, we're so glad that you're here with us today. And as we begin our worship, may we lift up our hearts, our prayers, our thoughts, and our worship unto Almighty God. invited to stand as we join together in our hymn of celebration 64, Holy, Holy, Holy.
turn to God in prayer. Glorious Lord, we give you thanks and praise for this beautiful Remembrance Sunday to join together in your presence as family, as friends, and as a community to worship before you. We give you thanks for the abundant blessings that you have shared in our lives, the gift of family and of friendships, of countless blessings that we receive on a daily basis. But we too lift up those who are mourning and who are hurting, as we remember loved ones who have gone before us in faith. We lift up those who are struggling, who are hurting, and who are sick. We remember our soldiers, the men and women who are serving and who have served throughout the years. We give you thanks and praise for their faithfulness to your call. God, we ask you that you will continue to watch over us, that we seek your face, that we seek to be your body, that we strive to be ever in ministry with and for one another. Glorious God, we give you thanks for so many things that we don't always acknowledge, the joys that we hold in our hearts, but the hurts as well. So on this Remembrance Sunday, on this day in your presence, may we come before you in silence to lift up our prayers, but more so to feel your spirit move, to feel your peace that brings comfort, to feel your grace and your mercy that abounds more greatly than we will ever know. Glorious God, we come to you in silence. Merciful and loving God, we ask that you hear these our prayers, that we continue to lift them before you, your throne, that we continue to bring our prayers and our petitions to you, but in so doing that we continue to listen for your still small voice, that we listen for your guidance and your direction, that we ever learn to communicate with you through our prayers, and in so doing, May we never forget to offer the prayer that your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, taught, that together we too may pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power 
and the glory forever and ever. ushers come forward to receive this morning's gift, tithes, and offering.
thanks and praise as we offer to you these our gifts, tithes, and offerings. May you use these for the ministry of your church throughout this community and around this world. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today we take moments to give remembrance on this Remembrance Sunday. In your order of service you'll find our insert that is listing the names of those departed into eternal life, both from our church family as well as family members of your individual families. As we take these moments of remembrance and as I recall each name, Brian will place a rose in the vase at the baptismal and each flower representing a special life. And so today we remember from our church, Sue Aragoni. Francis Bailey. Jeannie Bostrop. Carol Cook. Betty Dubriel. John Fenton. Dan Gailey.
Sharon Hagenberger, Kay Hummel, Ron McGee, Norma Mayara, Mark S. Myers, Martha Shaver, Natalie Bartley, and these family members, Milton Andrews, Lois Baller, Janelle Evans, Louis E. Gehrig, Betty Gower, William Crocker, James Lloyd Leslie, Guy Logan, Linda Susan Potter, Margaret Rogers, Bob Sundgren, Henry Ventress, Tessa Berlin Wolf, and one extra flower for you to remember somebody special in your life today, whether they have passed in this last year or many years before, who you hold today in remembrance and in love, we place this flower. And on the reverse side of our ritual, our remembrance for tomorrow on Memorial Monday, as we remember our soldiers. For each brave man and woman who has served our country and given of themselves for the ideals and principles of true freedom and peace in our world, and those who have given the supreme sacrifice of their very lives while defending our country, we can say that they have truly kept this true. We gave our todays in order that you might have your tomorrows. May I ask you to stand as we join in the closing part of this ritual. While the storm clouds gather far across the sea, let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair as we raise our voices in this a solemn prayer.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for these we have remembered today. The saints of the church, who having seats within this church, even in this last year, how having now departed from us, are part of the church triumphant. We thank you, O Lord, for family members who we have remembered that find a place that is empty around our tables this year. May we remember them with love. And we give you thanks for our brave soldiers having fought the good fight for our freedoms. Now rest in peace for all of these, O God. Look down upon them, grant them your peace, uplift their souls, and grant them your eternal love and life. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Listen and receive a reading from the Word of God. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew your bright spirits within us according to your grace and mercy. May we affirm our faith with joy and a willing spirit as we hear scripture from Hebrews 12:1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. This is God's word to God's people. Thanks be unto God. May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for the reading of the word. And pray now in the reading of this word now, having heard that our hearts might be open. And that is the good seed that finds its way to good soil, digs deep roots and brings forth harvest. May now this, the seed of the word of God, find a place in the soil of our souls today. And that truly we might find a harvest unto everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. As I begin my sermon today, I just wanted to uh, lay a couple of perhaps misconceptions about the service today, which were expressed both at the 1030 and at the, at the 9 o'clock and the 8 o'clock service. And that was people who thought because I had blown the pipes, I'd be so out of air that it would be a short sermon. <laughs> and the others who believe that the length of a scripture is a direct proportion to the length of a sermon. And yes, it is inverse relationship to the sermon because there's never been a, a scripture, no matter how little, that I wasn't going to wring the most out of it. <laughs> but for those of you who didn't get to see a couple weeks ago when I showed my new Methodist church kilt, do you like it? Yeah, yeah you like that? So the, I um, just wanted to show that to you because uh, Tammy got this for my birthday took six months to get here, uh, to get made and get shipped over from Scotland. And at my age, to amortize the cost of this, I have to wear it as often as I can. <laughs> so if I wear this about a thousand more times, I will get the use out of it for the, for the cost of it. So you may see this more than you're ever going to want to see. Today, we celebrate, as Hebrews 12 tells us, with a great band of witnesses, a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. Now, of course, this is the remembered dead. This, these are the martyrs of the church. Those 
who we have remembered today being a part of our church, those who have sat in the pews with us in this last year and yet now have gone on to the church triumphant. This is why today on Memorial Sunday we've had time to remember our beloved members of this church who passed this last year and then family members of yours who we also remembered and by you remembered with love. This is a day to give thanks for those loving memories with grateful remembrance. This is Memorial Sunday. However, over the years, I have found there has been a bit of a confusion, both in the church as well as in general society, about what Memorial Sunday and Memorial Day both represent. Memorial Sunday is an old custom in the Methodist Church and usually was always held the last Sunday of May to remember beloved loved ones lost in the last year. Memorial Day, in contrast, is a United States public holiday that now takes place on the last Monday of May. It was formerly known as Decoration Day because of the custom of decorating graves with flowers and flags. And Decoration Day was proclaimed on May 5th 1868 by General John Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic and was observed for the first time on May 30th of the same year, the date that most Memorial Days, even in most of our experience, was the day that we remember it was held. Memorial Day could occur a week away from Memorial Sunday or on the same day depending on the calendar, but no one ever mixed them up because they were never thought to be the same observance. Decoration Day commemorated those United States men and women who died in military service for their country. As it began, it was meant first to honor Union soldiers who died during the American Civil War. After World War II, it was expanded to include those who died in any war or military action. The alternative name of Memorial Day was first used in 1882, but did not become more common until after World War II and was not declared the official name by federal law until 1967, and it was not until 1971 that President Nixon actually declared Memorial Day a national holiday to be held on the last Monday in May. As we observe Memorial Monday, we remember the men and women who have sacrificed their lives that we might live in freedom. We honor them and their families who mourn their loss. Let us pray that we never take for granted the precious freedom that is the legacy of those men and women who died. And without glorifying war, there is resonance with the gospel verse from St. John that no one has greater love than this than to lay down their life for their friends and those they love. Memorial Day often passes in our churches with little or no mention. Historically and traditionally, it has been viewed more as a civic than a liturgical observance. As with New Year's Day, Mother's Day, Independence Day, Labor Day, even Thanksgiving Day and others, Memorial Day is not a part of the liturgical calendar of the church, although I have always tried to recognize these days in some manner in Sunday congregational worship. But I have always felt it was somehow unfortunate that the very freedom the church enjoys because of those soldiers who gave their lives should do so little to remember them at this time. And therefore, in every church I have served, I have tried to remind my congregations of the sacrifices made so that we could gather here today in freedom to worship exactly as we please, in the way we wish, and to the God that we worship. 
Now, some people believe that's mixing religion and politics, but I say, I remember Christ saying, well, render therefore unto Caesar the things that are Caesar and unto God the things that are God. I do not glorify my country above my allegiance to God, nor do I misunderstand that my basic rights are protected by my allegiance to my country. I have seldom confused the two, but not to remember those who gave so we might be free, I believe, is to pay disservice not only to them, but to many of you who have served our country and are proud of your service, even as we are. And for the same reason, on the secular plane, I feel it a shame that so often people look at Memorial Day as just another three-day national holiday, a free weekend to get out of town as fast as you can to get to the cabin or the beach or the special place that you're trying to get to. Not a day of sacred memory, but simply a weekend off. A time simply for a barbecue, a picnic in the backyard, and a pop of cold one. Now, far to remember the reason for the day, honoring those who gave their lives in service to our country. And I'm not against barbecues. I hope I'll be one, that one. <laughs> I love a picnic, and I'm looking for a cold brewski. <laughs> But I pray we keep the day in perspective. First and foremost, it is a day to give thanks to the men and women who answered the call to duty and gave everything. Second, it is a day to appreciate their sacrifice that we might continue to live our lives safe and secure. And third, it is a day to understand the actions of our fallen veterans whose bravery and devotion has made this country what it is today. And for all of our problems, we are still the freest, nation on this earth. And for which reason I simply encourage you that wherever you may be tomorrow that you might find a Memorial Day service or if you are here in town that you might find an hour and a half to come out to Valley Oaks on Mandero Canyon to say thank you for those who gave their lives for our freedom. It is the very least that we can do for those who gave everything to preserve our freedoms of religion, government, and speech. Several years ago, I performed the funeral services for two young brave soldiers who both died in Iraq. I knew both of them. One, I was at the hospital on the day he was born. Both of them I baptized and then was called to bury them. I wrote the following elegy to a fallen soldier in honor of United States Army soldiers Adam Rosema and Corey Hiltz, who died three months apart from each other. And I share these words with you today as I will share them tomorrow at the Memorial Day service. We follow you with heavy steps, behind your casket lifted proudly. To young a hero, to have fallen so far away and too dear, yet to our hearts you're yet so near. You could not have been braver nor made us more proud, yet the hollowness in our hearts bears our tears of unrealized hopes for the years. 
flag unfurled and rifles fired pierce the silence of the grave and remind us of your courage and your country that has called you brave. The sound of pipes and bugle brings solemnity and taps, reminding us of something more, perhaps. For beyond our mortality stands the eternity of God. So to rest, young soldier, we salute you. You have faithful been. It is up to us now your battle to win. And work and pray for peace as we honor you so that you will not have died in vain. Stand down now, brave soldier, and safely rest. For the Lord is nigh, and God bless your soul into eternity. And angels hold you in their arms and keep you safe. Amen. On this Remembrance Sunday, we remember the greatest sacrifice. When Christ took the bread, he raised it, he gave thanks. He broke it and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. When you receive this, do this in remembrance of me. And following supper, Jesus took the cup of wine. He raised it, he gave thanks. And he said, this is my blood which is shed for you. When you receive this, do this in remembrance of me. Holy and loving God, as we come to this moment to receive this sacrament of communion, we remember a love so deep, a love so strong that poured out its grace your grace that was given upon the cross that we might receive life and have it in abundance. As we come to this moment to receive this sacrament, might we receive more than simple elements of bread and juice, but the reality of your presence in our lives that brings forth transformation. We give you thanks and praise for in this moment, we proclaim the mystery of our faith knowing that Christ has died, Christ has risen, and that Christ will come again, we give you thanks and praise that you meet us here, not perfect, but perfectly forgiven. So may you prepare our hearts to receive your grace, to give thanks for all of those who've gone before us in faith, to remember your love that paid the ultimate price. We give you thanks through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. As the ushers and communion servers are coming forward this morning, I want to remind you, you do not need to be a member of our church to receive. God's table is greater. We want to remind you, should you desire the gluten-free wafers, please tell our servers. And following communion, Gary and I will be in the aisle to offer you a blessing.
May we pray. Glorious God, we give you thanks that we received this sacrament, that we continue to receive your grace. May we give you thanks and praise in all times and in all ways. May we rejoice in your presence and the joys and the hurts to continue to come before you as a community and as family. Glorious God, on this day, as we experience your presence, may we find peace and comfort in our hurt and our loneliness, to find strength in our weakness, to face the future unafraid, knowing that you continue to walk daily with us. May we give you thanks and praise for the joy of your presence in our midst as we go forth to be your light, to be your church, to continue to be in ministry with and to one another. We give you thanks and praise through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. I'd like to invite you to stand as we join in our hymn of dedication, Shalom to you. and take the hands of those standing near you. And as you hold one another's hands, give a little squeeze. Remember the joy of relationship that we go through life together, hand in hand. May you go forth this day to be the light of Christ and to share your hands with one another. Offer to take someone else's hand and daily walk in relationship. May we go forth now in peace and love to serve. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.